Looks of a turtle. Okay, good. Before the pod begins, Steve here. I just want to let you know we've started a Kofi page. I know you're thinking, that's when the begging starts. But no, we're not doing it because we're chasing the Yankee dollar. We're doing it so we can continue to bring you the best guests and the best possible content. Listener individuality. It's new podcasting style. Guilty. Unorthodox. Sue me. We wouldn't do it without you guys, and we genuinely love every review, retweet, share, and rating you've given us. Trust, encouragement, reward, loyalty, satisfaction. If you feel like buying us a coffee or a tea, different drinks for different needs, then we're at co-fi.com slash outofofficepodcast. That's ko-fi.com slash outofofficepodcast. I will not have her tunnel banded around this office Willy nilly. I can make that dream come true too, aka for you. Eat it out, there's people starving in the world which I hate. Oh, love me, pathetic. Steve, how are we doing? You alright? I'm good, I'm good. Yeah. Been a good week. Oh, yeah? Yeah, been looking forward to this one as well. Got a new laptop as well, haven't you? Don't start. Hey. <laughs> I've got two computers. I don't know what you do with them. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, won't, we won't go into detail. They can, they can tweet us if they want to find out what's happened with that. But um, yeah, they're a non-story. Big guest can, tonight. Can I, can I just point out before, is that it's nothing illegal. I've not been raided. <laughs> My hard drive taken away. My <laughs> uh, computer battery's died. All right, that's it. For clarity, it's interesting that that would be your go-to, your go-to defences straight for raiding. <laughs> well, these yeah. days, these days, you have to. That's that's the that's the number one, isn't it? You've got to, you've got to stop that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I've gone yeah. hot. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. Um, yeah, big guest tonight. Big big guest. I'm really looking forward to this one. I think um, we've had we've had some big we've had some big names on, but. You, you can always tell a genuine proper fan and that you're going to get on, you know, yeah. similar. So, uh, yeah, Toby Tarrant joins us of Radio X fame. I think that's probably the best way to describe it. A broadcaster. Presenter. Broadcaster, presenter, bloody good bloke. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure he's going to be critiquing us on our you know, <laughs> broadcasting podcasting skills. So let's make sure we're, we're eloquent because oh, yeah. you know, don't let him down professionalism from, is from the biz, isn't he? Yeah. but he's he's on cloud nine anyway because he's a liverpool fan or uh, or is he so uh <laughs> yeah he's had a good week and uh obviously he gets to come on and riff with us about his favorite show so i'm sure he's looking forward to it but yeah i mean you, your football team wins their first league title for 30 years and you get to come on a a little podcast about the office i mean <laughs> One's better than the other, but um, yeah. yeah, winning a Premier League's all right, though, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's no, it's no yeah. podcast appearance. Absolutely not. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, maybe let's ask him, find out what he thinks is best. Um, should we bring him in? Say hello. Let's get him in. Hello, chaps. How are we doing? Hello. All right. How are we doing? How's things? Yeah, very well, folks. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thanks for joining us. No worries. Thanks for having me. Have you, have you been waiting long, or are you all right? No, no, no just be having a bit of a chat. Lovely, lovely. How, uh, <laughs> how are you doing? So tell me about this podcast then. Obviously, I've been having some fun interactions with you guys on Twitter for the last few months. Yeah. 
it's um yeah it's a bit it's a strange project um me and steve live in the midlands and play football down in the cotswolds and right. um we've been in the car like for quite a long time together and i think one day we just went we're absolute gold here. We should be recording this. <laughs> conversations, <laughs> you know, modest as well. And, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. And then I don't know how the leap from there to the office came about, but we're both massive fans, and uh, yeah, we, we didn't see another office podcast or any kind of fan community out there, which we thought was quite odd. And so, yeah, um, yeah I thought we'd have a go and see what what all this broadcasting podcasting lark was about. How um, uh, how long have you been doing it? It's about eighteen months now, 18 isn't months, it? Eighteen months, yeah. Great. It's How's been it going? Like, well, yeah, very well. It's uh, it's interesting. It's something that we thought would be a lot easier just talking to each other and recording right. it. You think you think that's easy, don't you? Like you listen to you guys doing it, and you think, wow, anyone can talk. But I think that the problem is, is when when we first started, we had no audience, so we were right. just talking to each other. Into the ether, but, yeah. And it, it 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 takes a while to stop feeling a little bit self-conscious because you're kind of speaking to these invisible people that may or may not be there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, th I think our, our first few were a little bit tentative about it, but I think we've relaxed into it now and realised that this is our role of just a couple of divs talking about the office and having a bit of a laugh. Hopefully. Well, you know, genuinely, like, is in yeah, you, it, something changes. If you two were just chatting, you wouldn't even think about it. The second you put a microphone in front of yourself, it changes everything. Yeah, yeah. It changes, definitely. you know. Am I saying the sentence right? I, you know, is am I is this joke funny and all that? But once you get rid of that, but mate, I mean, I've been doing radio six years, but I spent the first two years with that exact same feeling, and that was it. Doing five days a week, still going. Yeah. Is anyone listening to this? <laughs> Who am I talking to? It's a bizarre, bizarre existence. But uh, you get it's just air miles. You just get used to it more yeah. and more and more. But yeah, it's the strangest thing in the world. Well, fair play to you both for uh, for for doing it because I'm one of those people that sits in beer gardens and comes up with ideas but never actually does it. So well done for even for making it this far. Well, we try. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's good. To, to be fair, we've we've met some amazing people doing it. You know, we've had Lucy on, Jamie Carragher, obviously. Um, we've had some great guests. It's been amazing. Had lots of people from the show. Uh, we recorded one with you and Macintosh last week, so we've got that oh, ready great. to go out. Great. Um, yeah, and we've got a few, few sort of irons in the fire with with other guests as well. So it's been, it's been pretty good considering, you know, we are effectively two nobodies. Um, yeah, yeah. We've got, we've got to speak to some really entertaining and really, uh, really fun people. Well, Carragher's an amazing um, coup. What did you do? just message him on social media? And he just went, yeah. Um, yeah kind so, yeah. of. <laughs> 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 more, more of these. I think um, lockdown, lockdown's been good to us, hasn't it? Yeah. If we're really honest. Everyone's gone, yeah, go on then. Or I'm not, I'm literally doing nothing else. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, definitely helped. Yeah, yeah um, you either need to get Carragher when he spat on that girl or already locked down. Yeah, I'm glad it was the latter. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't miss the boat twice, do you? That's yeah. a, a good point, actually, mentioning Carragher. From the, we, we read somewhere earlier that you're apparently we know we know that you're a massive Liverpool fan, but yeah. you're also referenced as being a Reading fan. Yeah, somebody text so so the way that there's a I've had a bit of people in the past tweeting me going I've seen you in a Reading shirt at Madeski Stadium. So my I'm a Liverpool fan. My dad is a Reading season ticket holder. Uh, so um, so I used to sense. he used to have two season tickets and I used to go along with him all the time and 
I'd get behind Reading that, like, you know, I wanted my dad's oh. team to win it. I'd put a Reading shirt on and stuff. But uh, yeah, I think Wikipedia had me down as a Reading fan for a bit. But no, very much a Liverpool fan. Yeah, but, well, uh, you can see that. Soft spot for Reading. But have you seen. Oh, oh. <laughs> Hello. Who's <laughs> <laughs> that? Still there. Can you see me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my whole screen has gone completely black. Hang on, two seconds. <laughs> what sort there he goes. It's <laughs> a fun chat. That's mad. That's brilliant. <laughs> right, that's uh, uh, yeah, so that's I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, he's, he's played the old arm. Oh, my screen's gone black. Trick. Yeah, the old, the old black screen. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Don't like these two. Sign yeah. in. Have a quick look. Nah, don't fancy yeah. it. Yeah, these aren't the real deal. They've brought up the red and shit already. Took them five minutes. <laughs> Oh dear. I hope he hasn't got one of them new Dell laptops like you have. There he comes. Let's get him back in. Yeah, sorry there about that. <laughs> That's mental. Before you done a runner. My screen just cut out went completely black, but apparently you can still see me. But here here I am. Okay. Hopefully it doesn't happen again. Um I can't remember what we were talking about. Uh Reading. Have you seen yeah. the banners they've got in the crowd now? Yeah. What's David Brent and the office banners? Excellent. I don't know who started that, but it's a wonderful touch. It's a great shout. Absolutely yeah. great shout. Has your, dad, has your dad ever used the uh, you don't know about football, guilty on support <laughs> Reading? <laughs> what, what, in terms of... Uh, so, he, so, dad, actually, he's never made me feel guilty for being a Liverpool fan and picking a team much better than his because he wasn't really a football fan. He was a, he was a football fan when he was a kid. Then he got obsessed with cricket and uh, fishing. So he kind of stopped watching football. And then when I was about seven years old, I watched World Cup 98 and fell in love with football and became obsessed with it and fell in love with Michael Owen, which is where the Liverpool thing came mm. from. I was a Michael Owen fan before I was a Liverpool fan. Really. I was just obsessed with Michael Owen. And then, uh, and then because of me, he got back into football. But he went, he, I, couldn't, I couldn't coerce him into joining Liverpool. <laughs> he'd, he'd been to Reading games with his dad when he was a kid. So he was like, I've got to be a Reading fan. But, I respect uh, that. Now. What's I that? Re I really respect that. I yeah. really respect the fact that he's stuck with it because there's too many yeah. people these days. The team has a bit of a wobble and suddenly I'm a Man City fan. I'm a Chelsea fan. Yeah, that's it. Do you know, it's I've, funny. I've, uh, I've gone 28 years and no one's ever cared that I'm a Liverpool fan from London. And in the last two years, it's <laughs> all I get. Because <laughs> when, we when we were finishing eighth with Roy Hodgson, nobody's calling you a glory supporter. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Exactly yeah. that. I'm a United fan and I've been getting that for... Well, forever, pretty much. Apart from the last seven or eight years, ironically, <laughs> yeah. doesn't matter anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, you now know how I feel. Instead of like thinking you're a knob for supporting not your local team, they just look at you with a bit of sympathy, <laughs> and a bit of sadness in their eyes. I can't have yeah. any sympathy for either of you as a Spurs fan, and that's right, why. Okay. That's why I've got I've got a special respect for people that support crap teams because yeah, you do. You know. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> um, but we, we're just so close, but we never we just never do it. But oh, it is what it is. I, I, I love I, the championships, a great league. I've seen Reading play in there for years and stuff. But once you start getting lower than that, you know, and this isn't criticising those teams or their fans, but I do wonder, like, you must feel like you're kind of stood outside the biggest party in the world. When yeah. you see all the match of the day every night and all the headlines and stuff like that, and you're following your little team up and down to see if they get, you know, into the football league. I've got nothing but respect Absolutely. for them. You must feel like you're stood outside the best you know part what? of the planet. I think almost like exactly that point 
is if you say again, don't disrespect anyone, but say you're like a, a Fleetwood fan. You know, <laughs> oh fucking hell, mate! You You know, you're like you're like you know mid mid table in League One or League Two. There's there's absolutely nothing there. <laughs> even, even even if mid table in the Premier League, at least you get to see Aguero and De Bruyne and all these players each week, or at least you know in the same league. But then. Yeah, I'm sticking myself into a hole. Yeah, no, but I, 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 I know what you, you mean. Know, like, you know, you've got to love grassroots and respect. I've got so much respect for him, though. But, yeah, at the same time, it must be like, it must be pretty <laughs> soul-destroying watching Man City and be like, well, we will never, ever, ever be able to, <laughs> to compete with those beliefs. Well, a lot yeah. of teams in the Premier League, like, a bit like, say, something like Burnley, for example. You know, yeah. they're... they're Burnley as well now. Slagging them off. Slagging them off. By the sound of things, lads, you can't afford to lose listeners of this podcast. <laughs> 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 There's going to be no one from Fleetwood and Burnley left. Burnley and Fleetwood, great game. Uh, great teams. Bloody great, great teams. teams. <laughs> I bloody love Fleetwood. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> bloody uh, love Fleetwood. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Barnes doing a great job. <laughs> Interesting link there, Barton. Joe Barton there. Yeah. There so, is. Conscious. There is. Yeah, there you go. Maybe yeah. it's him you don't like. Um, Which just... I think it's probably fair, isn't it? And that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the question we ask to every guest that yeah. we have is Did you get an agenda for today's meeting? Uh, I did no get an agenda. No. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, we're on a roll. I assume that's their response every week. Well, it's funny you say that. The one person that got it wrong was Lucy Davis. Really? Who was actually obviously in that scene. In that but, scene? But we'll, we'll forgive her because she's so lovely. She was she looks really great. I'll listen to that. I saw on your social that she was on. Was she great? Oh, she's, she's amazing. Really, she was yeah. really, really lovely. Genuine Wonder, Wonder Woman. Just such a, yeah. Yeah. A she was proper she was like... Uh, takes full responsibility for the, the fans and the show and, and gets involved and yeah re- really real hero so yeah we, we do love Lucy friend of the show now so yeah friend of the show. hopefully hopefully she'll be back on she came and did our quiz as well which was really cool surprised oh, really? we've been doing a Sunday night lockdown quiz office quiz right. and, um, we surprised everyone by bringing her in sort of midway through and that was good fun so oh, um, that's awesome yeah just to take the time to do that you can't you can't knock that at all she's no massive to these people so uh yeah that was really impressive i um, i guess like for i mean that is the, the probably you know her, the biggest role she's ever played not being unkind but she will always be to fans of the office yeah. that will yeah. be what we'll see her as forever whereas i do wonder now whether martin freeman tim looks back and goes <laughs> fuck the office i was in the hobbit <laughs> exactly. i don't know i like to think that even he recognizes that, that he's not in the hobbit if he's not tim first yeah I, th- yeah, I, think the, I think you'd have to. The only person that I think that we've heard, and this is all anecdotal, but um, Ralph Innocent apparently doesn't look back too fondly on his performance as Finchie, which really? I kind of understand because he wasn't a very nice character. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't, I, I wouldn't necessarily say where would you be without Finchie, but it was, mm. it was one of the roles that he's going to be best known for, regardless of what other you know, massive productions he's in, Chernobyl and all this sort of stuff. But for anyone, especially from the UK, he's always going to be Finchy. He is. Always. And I, 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 like you mentioned in Chernobyl, and also did that horror film, The Witch. And I watched mm. that. And I'm sorry to say, I'm sorry if you're listening to this now, <laughs> but it, I can't watch you in anything because you're just <laughs> Finchy. So <laughs> when Chernobyl was going off, 
you know, there's people <laughs> dying from radiation poisoning, and I'm going, it's serious, this Finchie, mate. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know why anyone let Finchie and Chernobyl in the first place, to be honest. Same with the witch. There's like people going around getting murdered, and I'm going, well, Finchie's not going to help anything here, is he? <laughs> You're trying to shag everything. He'd <laughs> be up to his nuts and guts if it's down to him. I quite like him in the Thatcher adverts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. as, a, as a regular listener to TalkSport and Radio X, I think, yeah, yeah I'm a big fan of him in that. I, yeah. I'd actually buy one just because then it's Finchie's car. It? <laughs> yeah, he'd love that. He, apparently he walks around Wimbledon High Street uh, with two huge d- dogs. That's, oh. that's, that's what I've heard, because my mates yeah. that watch the office always say, oh, Finch, he lives in Wimbledon. We see him walking around with two dogs. Apparently, that's what he's up to nowadays. Fair so, if you, I mean, if you can't get him on the podcast, you're struggling, because it sounds like he's got fuck all else to do. <laughs> well, we, were, um, we, we interviewed um, uh, Michael Bridge, who works at Sky Sports, yeah. and he's the one yeah, that yeah, introduced yeah. us to Jamie. Right, and, got um, you. And he's the one that said that they, I think he was on... He was on Sky Sports News or he was on Soccer AM or some kind of Sky Sports show. And uh, they were warned before. They said, speak, speak about what you want. Just don't mention Finchie. And apparently a couple of years ago, someone had shouted out someone like, oh, Finchie. And he got really eggy about it. Oh, really? So, yeah, really, really strange. But Yeah, that is a shame. That is a shame. I guess uh, it's interesting with all these sitcoms and stuff being cancelled and re-examined. Um, yeah. I, the office, you know, probably hasn't aged well. Um, if you know <laughs> some of the gags and stuff, but I mean, I'm I'm always a huge defender of. I feel like you need comedy. I feel like there's different rules for comedy, and I'm sure people hugely disagree with this. Um, I feel like comedy is so important for shining a light on issues because if comedy wasn't doing it, then we'd just be ignoring important issues, right? And then there's no good that comes out of not talking about them at all. Um, and I do think the important thing in the office is, you know, he does jokes which aren't in their connotations racist or mean about disabled people and, you know, nobody's safe. But the key to the office, I think, is that the joke isn't the Pakistani guy in the office. The joke isn't the lady in the wheelchair. The joke is that David Brent is yeah. so ignorant. And that's the important thing about Absolutely. the office. And that's why I think it, it, it's, it actually does it so well, is that you're not laughing at the lady in the wheelchair. You're laughing at David Brent for being that ignorant about people in wheelchairs. Yeah. And he's the butt of the joke rather than her. And I think that's why the office is, I think that's why it stood the test of time, probably. Yeah, well, it's going to be safe from the whole cancel culture thing. I think for exactly for that reason, because the, mm. it has got an element of context behind it. It's not something like Little Britain where it's just, you know, stereotyping black people or whatever it's yeah. just it's play, it's playing on that ignorance of of david and that i think that's part of the genius of it and that's why you probably wouldn't be able to get away with that now but at the same time there's nothing wrong with that because it's no, not it's, it, it's 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 affectionate this is a bloke and Gervais, ricky gervais you know I'd, I'd imagine you two are the same but after I fell in love with The Office, I have followed everything he's ever done through stand-up, through the podcast, through the old XFM shows, yeah. through everything. And some of it's crap, some of it's brilliant. I think The Office will always be the best thing he's ever done. But he's a complicated character because, you know, he's done some of the most abhorrent and offensive stand-up material that I've ever heard in my life. Often very, very funny, admittedly. And at the same time, he's written, you know, some real scenes of heart in Afterlife. 
Um, the I think actually the extras Christmas special in the Big Brother house when he gives that speech. Mm -hmm. I mean, that I is one that. of the most incredible pieces of writing ever. But he's just a complex character, isn't he, Ricky Gervais, all round that he can on one hand crack something a very offensive joke about a group of people <laughs> and on the other hand be really sincere about them. I don't yeah. think he knows what goes on in that head half of the time. But I do think the office um I think nowadays if it came out tomorrow, the office, as soon as you hear a topic go near like uh, racism or the lady in the wheelchair, we're taught now alarm bells. This must be offensive. This must be offensive. This must be offensive. But if you break down the joke in the office, like I said, they're not the joke at all. It's David Brent and what a moron he is and how stupid and ignorant he is, yeah. which is the joke. But I don't know if nowadays people would give it enough chance to dissect it like that. Yeah. It's very true. It's whether, yeah. it's whether um, yeah, one, they'd get the chance to explain the context, although you shouldn't have to, which is the yeah. shame. But uh, yeah, shouldn't have to. Shouldn't have to. Have to. <laughs> <laughs> I was just doing it with a out of thinking now. Do you find that where the, the Brentisms and the quotes just find their way into your everyday what, sort of parlance? I mean, so it's funny that you um that it's funny that you mentioned that you two play football together because yeah, I I think this is why The Office will always be my favourite sitcom of all time, is that twenty years late twenty years later, pretty much. <laughs> I played cricket all summer and there's a group of about six of us in the first team and I don't think we've ever spoken to each other not as David Brent for <laughs> 20 years. You know, in the year 2020, yeah. every 30 seconds, it comes back to a quote from the <laughs> office. It is ridiculous. And I'm sure you two, I've, there's, there's mates of mine at my cricket club, I don't think I've ever spoken to them not and immediately said a sentence and then just tucked my bottom lip into my teeth. Yeah, I've been doing that for twenty years, and I can't <laughs> see that ever changing. Yeah, I, I can, I can see that happening. Where you're, you're batting, so like you put a, a lovely cover drive for four. You, you go up to meet the other batsman, and in just that little, no, yeah, it doesn't even need a word. Just, yeah, just a exactly. bite the lip. And you know your audience, so I know yeah. the guy I'm batting with. He's, a, he's an office fan, so I don't. <laughs> need to, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's not it. <laughs> that's like what we've said about uh, when you go to a wedding you don't know everyone on the table you first go to is what team do you support if that backfires then it's what's the office and then yeah. straight in there you it really is friend for life. the most beautiful moment I find is when you get introduced to a group of people that you don't know and then from something one of them does you know that they watch The Office. Yeah. <laughs> so they will just deliver a line like David Brent, and then they'll look at you and go, where am I? Is that? You know what I mean? And, and instantly you go, oh, sweet. We're going to get along just fine. This guy yeah, watches right. The Office. So, it's, <laughs> yeah. No, completely. That is a that is a beautiful, beautiful moment. It's it's funny you mentioned cricket, because we, we asked a few of our, um, a few of our followers so there's some questions for you, basically. Right. Um, we don't want to um, do the work. <laughs> no, okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, get them to it. Um, and one of them asked, which office character would make the best opening batsman? Oh, Bill, Keith. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, 2020, long handle, you know. Swing for the fence. Ball. Yeah. Yeah. Sea <laughs> yeah. ball, sea ball, hit ball. And then after he's hit the ball bowled in the same place for six, he just goes bloody repeats. <laughs> <laughs> Boring, isn't it, hitting the same ball for six? Yeah. Yeah. Not for me. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> exactly that. 
oh, Keith all day long. Big, yeah, open the batting, doesn't run, scores his runs in boundaries. <laughs> Verenda say wag, yeah, all day long. Proper Chris oh, Gale type. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. Chris no, Gale no. in 20 years. <laughs> I was not expecting that. Keith, the sportsman. Yeah, knocks a 50, retires and goes and sits down with a Scotch egg. Yeah. 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 I mean, there's a man who, uh, I mean, he has suffered for his craft because, uh, again, I've I've not really seen him in anything meaningful since because everyone, every casting agent must go, can't put him in, it's bloody (laughs) (laughs) Well, even in extras, he was Keith. We can't have Keith knocking around. Yeah. He he was in EastEnders a couple of weeks ago, I'm sure. He was 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 delivering benches or something. Of course, of course he was. <laughs> Everyone's been in EastEnders. It's yeah, like... I like to think that that's a crossover. Yeah. And so he's not playing a new character in EastEnders. <laughs> he is Keith, 20 years after working at Wernham Hog. Now he just delivers benches around the, around the EastEnders. There, there you go. <laughs> that's a backstory. It's likely. <laughs> he did Tim mention Hansbury's that. A bloody, you know, trying to find Lord of the Rings now. He's, he's had a hell of a life since then. Well, he's yeah. Sherlock as well, isn't he? He's been, he's been yeah. all sort. I'd, I've, I'd completely forgotten about that. And someone mentioned it. They went, "Oh yeah, the Hobbit, Sherlock." I thought, "Bloody hell!" Yeah, he's, he's proper big time now, isn't he? Big time, big he time, is, isn't he? big time. He has really. He's uh, slightly more difficult to get hold of at the moment. Yeah, on the podcast, yeah. So, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm staggered that you managed to get through to me, but not the bloke that played the Hobbit and Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> have you, have you, have you tried? I'm guessing you've tried for Gervais for for. Have you tried the Merchant? <laughs> Trace is, a, Trace is a difficult one, I think. Um, there's, there's not a lot that's unsaid from Gervais, I don't think. Yeah. So, although, it obviously, look, Ricky, if you're listening, we'll have you. Yeah. We'll have you fucker. Boy. You're fucker. Go on, then. Merchant would be the one, I think. Merchant, yeah. his side of the story would be, uh, would be really interesting to hear. And I, I really love Steve from listening to XFM. Steve, for me, was was just yeah. hilarious the way he delivered like the little one-liners and the arguments he, with Carl. he pulled it together didn't he yeah yes. he genuinely wanted to be a proper broadcaster didn't he and ricky was turning up drunk and just making <laughs> car do shilly sit so um, do you know i've yeah. got so carl pilkinson right so obviously i listen to all the old shows and all the old podcasts and the building that i'm in obviously is where xfm came out of so when i first got to the building i was on capital at the time doing overnights and uh one of the one of the bosses in the building has been there for years one of my first questions when I got into the building, I kept asking people, did any of you work with Carl? Because, you know, although he did XFM, he was a producer there for years. So he got dotted around a few shows and a few stations. And I spoke to this guy, Mike, who has been there for years and years and years. And uh, I said, do you ever work with Carl Pilton? I went, yeah, yeah. And I said, what's he like? And he goes, exactly how I remember him from the podcast. So he told me a story that Richard Park, who's our old CEO, who luckily always very good to me loved me but by all accounts his reputation is that he can rip your head off and he's a terrifying man if you get on the wrong side of him so Carl had to apparently once a month go and have a catch-up with Richard Park in his office and Mike who told me the story used to sit in the office sometimes and be there when it happened and Carl apparently used to go upstairs to Richard Park with the XFM Gervais show and Richard Park would be like right what's the update how's the show going and Carl all other producers would go yeah, really good. We've got some ideas in the pan and, you know, we're kicking around this thing. We're doing this and this. Carl used to just go, I think as you've heard it. 
I've lost control. I've lost control of the show. Um, and I, I think it's rubbish, but the ratings just keep going up. He goes, but I, I, I have no control over that room at all. <laughs> and, and Mike is sitting in the corner going, who is this Carl bloke that just comes in every week and is honest about how crap this radio show is? And then he said, I turned on the TV five years later and he's doing Carl Pilkins' Moaning of Life and he was yeah. killing it. It's yeah, it's nice to hear somebody say that apparently he was pretty much exactly as he came yeah, across. Yeah, that, 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 that is reassuring because there, there, are, there have been times when, I think during Moaning of Life and um, the travel one that he did, the Idiot Abroad, mm. where he kind of repeated conversations that they'd had on the, on the podcast. So you kind of did get that is he actually playing a bit of a character? But it's nice yeah. to know that, you know, it was genuine, at least I to start no with. That there's, my thing with Carl is I'd love to meet him, but I've got no doubt it's a bit of, uh, you know, six of one, half a dozen of the other. Like, I'm sure that an idiot abroad and stuff, a lot of it's scripted by yeah. that point. And they do write lines for him. But I think Gervais once said an answer about Carl, that he goes, if I'd written this character, then it's the best character anyone's <laughs> ever written. Like, I couldn't write a character this genius. And also, yeah. there was no reason for Ricky and Steve to pr take him from obscurity. And Absolutely. it was just that he genuinely made them laugh so much with the stupid stuff that he used to say every day that they went, this is just amazing. We need to, we need to show him to the world. But I think <laughs> Gervais once said, Carl is my gift to the world. Yeah. I remember, I remember that episode, I think. I think it was some, I, th I even remember the guy, I think, who emailed in. I think his name was Chris Campling or something like that. And yeah. He said it's got to be scripted, and they were basically like, "Do you think we would waste this on a team park radio station on a Saturday afternoon?" <laughs> when I was listening. Like, Come on, that's exactly it. Which that's makes exactly perfect it. sense. But I think it? Right. by the time um, by the time they'd rehashed it and realised what they'd got on the then the podcast and then in Idiot Broad, it kind of it then became repeats. But the original stuff, if you can go back and listen to XFM, it's yeah. all over YouTube. Like the oh, it's so good. The the stories in their first runs and Ricky Gervais's <laughs> reactions are just just immaculate. Oh, They're so good. When he when he's when he's crying, I'm gonna burst and I'll oh, get <laughs> Player as me in tears every time. <laughs> Which in fact, funnily enough, before we forget, as part of our quiz, we've kind of I say um used it as inspiration. I think another word would be stolen. Right. Um the uh, songs of phrase. So we've right. we've repackaged that. Right, okay, yeah. We've 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 badged it as I've phrased you. And right. we, we have that in our quiz every week. And we've got one of them that we'll uh, we'll play for you in a bit. Okay, lovely. So, think, so you have a, a, a go at that. I think seven seven songs. Seven songs, yeah. Seven songs and the the phrase itself. So that's uh, a it's true to XFM. It's as bad, isn't it? It's, <laughs> well, it's, it's, it's like the best of British montage that I do, basically. Shamelessly stolen. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, a little bit like that. A little bit like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. well, like I've got the rights to it. Let's be honest. <laughs> when they sack me, someone else will get that feature. So I'm not, I'm not tied to it. <laughs> <laughs> I only got three out of four today. Slightly disappointing. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Three out of four on the montage. Um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I didn't get the last one. The last one was Radiohead. That was it. Yeah. Too depressing, Radiohead. Who's got the time to... Who's got the, who, oh, look, Radiohead are an amazing band, but who goes home and goes, oh, I'm going to put a bit of Radiohead on tonight? <laughs> Good shout. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just the what are, your th what are your thoughts on the... Um, on, like, the Brent album and the Life on the Road album? Um, 
I, I, I kind of enjoyed life on the road. I think um, no, it's not a masterpiece. Should he have ever gone back to the character at all? Probably not. But did I quite like sitting in the cinema for two hours and just seeing pulling the odd Brent face and stuff? Yeah, I kind of did. It's a bit like I used to love the TV show Entourage. And the movie's crap, but also it was just another two hours of seeing Ari Gold being brilliant and stuff. So, um, yeah, I mean, the funny thing with Gervais is, and he's admitted this as well, actually. I mean, as you can tell that we're all geeks and have read all the interviews. <laughs> and stuff, but he admits that... Uh, he, he's a bit of a, I mean, he's a frustrated musician, really, isn't he? Yeah, oh, for sure. So every single bit of music, no matter how silly the song, it is also him joking, but not joking. It's yeah. always Gervais joking, but going, but actually, look, musically, I'm quite good. Even if it's She's the Serpent that Guards the Gate <laughs> of Hell, he wants you to know that he can play that key on a guitar. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, I've, well, I've, I've not gone back and revisited um, Life on the Road much at all. I know my wicketkeeper at the cricket club will quite often sing, uh, what is it, 70 miles an hour, but no more. <laughs> <laughs> Life on the Road, the theme well, there. When, when, we did, when we did our um, Life on the Road special, we sort of watched it back. And then as we were watching it, kind of a bit like Gogglebox type things, what we did with the, the episodes. And um, at first, when I first saw it, I thought, do you know what? It's a bit rubbish. But mm. watched it back again, and I think exactly like you said, it's not it's not vintage, but it's an extra two hours of Brent. And yeah, as as a as a fan of The Office and of Gervais in general, you know, an extra two hours of content you can't can't really knock that. You, I, I did sit there in the cinema for two hours, going, the old characters are going to come out at some point. Mm. I think that was <laughs> that was a bit of a heartbreaker. <laughs> I thought I thought they were going to get them out at some point. It would have been uh, nice. But yeah, two hours more of Brent. I'm not complaining. It was like the um, like Alpha Papa, the Partridge film. Yeah, that that was pretty rubbish. But again, yeah. it's a bit of Partridge. So it's Partridge, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But I think I mean, we said it. We said it during our Life on the Road special that exactly like you just said, he's a frustrated musician. And my yeah. theory, my theory is that the whole film is just concocted to allow him to go on a, a tour to promote the film. But in those two or three months building up to it, basically do a tour as a musician. Yeah. Sort of covertly sort of packaged as a promotional tour. But basically after he's done his promotion, he's in a um, tour van. He's like, oh, great gig. Yeah. It's, it's seen as but if it's he's sold, a rock star. Off, they're they're yeah. massive sellout gigs. Couldn't get a ticket yeah. for love the money to that <laughs> stuff. I've tried for ages, but it's the, yeah, uh, it's art imitating life because in the office, he is a frustrated musician, and that's why he goes and gets the guitar in, mm. in, the, in, that, in that episode. And now in real life, it. Ricky Gervais is a frustrated musician. It's fascinating, really, isn't it? Do you ever find talking about Merchant earlier? Because I look at some of the stuff that Gervais has done since, and I think you're right that I, I feel like he's much stronger with Merchant there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like, without without in, a doubt. I think, I think huge fans of The Office, I... I I've never been his extras was great, but I do watch some of the stuff that he did, you know, some of his films and Derek and stuff. And I go, mm. I can't believe that same bloke wrote The Office. Yeah, I, I couldn't get into Derek. Couldn't Neither could all. I. No, Neither it, could I. It wasn't I, just, for me. I felt it, you could tell that that was merchantless mm. like, massively. Life, felt, Life's Too Short still had merchant, didn't it? Yeah, that was yeah. That, that, I, I thought that was I thought that was okay. That was watchable. Mm. Whereas yeah. Derek, I, Derek, I can't watch it. No. It, um, I, I can't do it. Right, what about, 
I know that you're meant to be asking me questions, but what about afterlife? <laughs> what have you made of that? I've, I've kind of flip-flopped on afterlife, personally. At first, I thought it's really, really good. It's a, it's a little bit funny, but it's, yeah. it's well-written. It's heartwarming. And um, there are some genuinely tear-jerking moments. But after, I kind of think, I don't know if it's just a bit self-indulgent. And I think, mm. especially the second series, when he's just basically getting an old woman to shout cunt, it was just a bit, you're better than this. Do you know what I yeah. mean? It's a bit, yeah. well, we, if, if that was with Stephen, I think it would have, you could have the same joke, but I think it would have been done in a cleverer way, more, yeah. more roundabout and have a bit more to it rather than just a route one, getting an old lady to swear. Yeah, but, I, I couldn't agree more. I felt I was I was really after life season one. I thought was was great. Um, I thought funny. Um, you know, like you say, a bit of heart in it. Uh, season two, look, still you'd have to have a heart of stone if it never moved you at all. Season two, there's some genuinely yeah. lovely scenes and some lovely bits of script. But um, I think with Gervais, you look at because like, we're here as huge fans of The Office. I think in later years he attracted a slightly I'm going to say easier to please crowd from doing from doing things like the Golden Globes monologues and doing like offensive stand up material on Netflix and stuff. Ones that basically just laugh at anyone saying the word cunt or or the the more hit you around the head sense of humour that Gervais also does. And I felt like season two of Afterlife was written for them and not written for people that appreciated the nuances of. Yeah. The office, basically. Oh, I mean, sure. I always say my favourite scene of the office is so what's a goblin then? <laughs> well, I, How long are you now, gonna be, mate? <laughs> <laughs> now that scene for me is perfect. And it's not really offensive. There's a bit of stuff in there about Anton being a midget or being a dwarf, admittedly. <laughs> but it's so clever, that joke. You don't know Gareth's in the room for the first minute and a half until he asks a question and the camera then pans at him. And then the the bit where it pans down to the guy who's now stopped fixing the computer because he's taking it all in. And then, so what's a goblin then? How long are you going to be, mate? It's so... Uh, that scene, for me, I, I can't imagine the Gervais that writ, wrote season two of Afterlife coming up with something as yeah. a scene that, that flows like that. For, it's, just, just, it's a yeah. WhatsApp stalwart as well, isn't it? Like, yeah. if there's any ever any descriptive messaging going between the lads in the group, you know at least three of you are going to go. So it's a goblin. <laughs> <laughs> totally irrelevant. It's that really is the staple of any good WhatsApp group. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so what's a goblin then? Yeah. I cool. think without Merchant, you miss the, I think the nuances is a great point. You, you miss the kind of the pacing and the, the reality and the sort of the detail sometimes. Like the therapist, like enough. There's no way you go back to him. He's useless. Yeah. You wouldn't yeah, keep going yeah. to him. Yeah. And, yeah. It's it's it is just a bit kind of it is just a bit easier potentially, but it is. I mean, I actually haven't finished season two yet. It hasn't gripped me enough to. <laughs> it's a bit of him watching. walking around having sad conversations with everyone. It gets yeah. a bit the same. I'll tell you, Cinta Templeton is on Johnny Vaughan's show, Doctor Cinta. Uh, she radio. follows us. We love a bit. Oh, of, she? Love a bit of Cinta, yeah. Oh, Cinta's yeah. a legend, right? So she was. We were talking about Afterlife season one, and she made an excellent point. Okay, so so he walks around town as a frustrated journalist because there's all these crap he's being sent to do all these crap news stories right however he keeps going there's nothing to write about this town's so boring there's nothing going on he gets sent however there's that gang going around on a moped with hammers 
And he never writes. He never, he never writes about them once. He just goes back to the woman making bread with her yeast or something. And Sinter's going. Sinter is a trained journalist. Is going. Surely write about the moped gang. Good point. Good point. That sensible thing you've said all night. Yes. <laughs> Might bloody have to now. That's uh, yeah. That's a great shout. There, there are there are a few little things like that. Like he buys the kid, doesn't he, a bike. The kid, yeah, yeah. yeah you'll be safe. Type it up, ginger cunt, or whatever it is, and then buys him a bike. <laughs> yeah. That wouldn't happen. It's yeah, just... and also, what were we were we meant to think? That so, spoilers, by the way, people listening yeah. to this. Um, we're never going to get I, him on the show now. We may as well go. It's been out for it's been out for a year and a half. They've had enough time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they, yeah. You haven't watched it by now. <laughs> I, I you know, genuinely want to Radio X. I said something. It was a throwaway line. And I said, you know, like in Sixth Sense and Bruce Willis is a ghost the whole time. Uh, Someone texts in going, uh, I've not seen that, you cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it came out in 1996. <laughs> I, thought we, I thought we all knew. I said, how have you avoided the Bruce Willis spoiler for all this time? So, yeah, if you haven't watched Afterlife Season 1, I'm sorry. But, um, yeah, what, there's that scene where he gives the guy the drugs to kill himself with, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. I can't remember yeah. what we were meant to think in that scene. I just remember thinking, oh, right. I'm not sure <laughs> I feel about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an odd one. It's, it's, certainly, it's certainly merchant-less, I think, is, is a great point. But like you say, it's written for a different, slightly different audience. So maybe, yeah. it's, and, and maybe that's why they haven't done that and I, uh, back together. It's interesting, just sort of interesting you've mentioned about a, a new audience or a, a different audience i'd never never really considered that before but it's almost reflecting the exact character in extras where and he goes into that pub and all the morons are there again do the, do the catchphrase yeah and he was looking down on them and everything and it looks as though as he's kind of progressed on he's gone from this genius song songwriter genius sitcom writer to writing stuff that panders to the masses rather than creating anything that's genuine like a masterpiece it's it's almost like he doesn't care about three losers sat in their respective houses (laughs) at 11 past nine on a monday evening exactly and that's him saying it (laughs) and and that's the tragedy (laughs) wasted (laughs) podcast talent the tragedy always in extras he looks out on the front row of the crowd doesn't he and they're all wearing catchphrase t-shirts yeah yeah it does seem like basically i think in a roundabout, what we're saying is we're too intelligent. Yeah. Uh, for well, the stuff that he's writing. For, for me to like a comedian, they have to be <laughs> as intelligent or slightly less intelligent than me. Yeah. yeah he is. Exactly. <laughs> what a trick, though, is it? Knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that's just, I just, I just wish that they would do one more project, just one more, just for us all. Just yeah. Rick and Steve back together. It'd be, yeah. It'd be brilliant. But, I mean, Especially now, I mean, the like the stuff to parody. Although I say that, like the real life now is is almost weirder than anything you can come up with. But to, yeah. to parody, it's very probably a bit difficult now, really. But <laughs> very hard I'm, to do. It's very hard to do a parody of Donald Trump. I mean, yeah, what is expected? Yeah. So yeah, maybe not. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, it's fascinating. So I I interviewed Merchant on Radio X and. Uh, had to tell them because he was there promoting Jojo Rabbit, which is amazing. I don't know if you've seen it, but he's brilliant in it. The film's incredible. Um, so I wanted to obviously talk to him about that film because I loved it, but I also wanted to talk to him a bit about the old XFM days and, you know, working with Ricky and stuff. 
Um, and it's actually interesting. I mentioned the listening to the old shows and the podcast, and he said, he's like, I'm pretty sure they're illegally on the internet somewhere. And he's like, <laughs> a bit like you said, he said, great. He's like, I'm glad that people are still discovering Carl Pilkington all mm. these years later. I mean, I said, my example I gave to Merchant, I said, you, you owe me um, the reason I missed out on my first at uni because I laughed in the library so much listening to the episode where he receives a letter from Mr. Carl Pilkington. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, uh, I, I, I laughed about two hours and had it in my had it in my exam it's funny you say that a couple of weeks ago I, I had him on when i was going to bed i just left left the compilation on and i woke right. up just as it was uh mr dilkinson you're one of my most valued customers <laughs> i put that letter in the bin <laughs> it was just so good yeah, such a wonderful bit. It's do you so ever, like. Do you ever um, just get really jealous of people who are literally going to start listening to that for the first time? Like, oh, I mean, yeah. it's still funny for me, but having that first experience of that again, I'd, I'd almost oh. give anything to, to go through it all once more without knowing, because it's oh. so good. What, so with The Office of you guys, because I remember I caught it on one night. I was so young. I mean, really young when it came out. And... I think I saw the third episode on TV live as it went out at the time, flicking through channels and spent the first five, 10 minutes not knowing if it was a documentary or what. And then it dawned on me it was a comedy and I was really young, but I was like, this is definitely hilarious. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't quite work out what the hell's going on, but I know that this is really funny. <laughs> and then I think when the DVD came out that my older sister got, and I think it, that DVD was a staple in everyone's front room for a few years, wasn't it? And my sister got it. And I remember whacking on the whole first season and just being blown away by how funny it is. And now I'm, I was thinking about this before I came on tonight. I went, I can't work out if I've watched The Office 2,000 times. Well, I've actually only ever seen it like five times, but it's been quoted with me and my mate so much that I feel like I've seen it a thousand times. That's a, Very good I point. think that's a great point. I think that's that's something that... I mean, we've had we've had various guests on, and they've said, you know, I've only ever watched it twice. I've yeah. only ever watched it through, but I know every line. Yeah, and I think that I think Sam Sam said it before previously that it is just the office. It, it's just worked our way into our vocabulary now. It's just it's just a way of life almost. Yeah, it's, it's become that common parlance where there's a there's a, a situation for every office quote. That's why the the Facebook group the you know, Hitchmo right. group. Yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah. that is is so genius because mm. you know there is there's genuinely a situation that can be um, described with an office quote for anything. For anything, yeah, so good. So I, I, I think there's a nice there's a nice thing in that Hitchmo group as well that you're not just liking the, you're not just liking the joke or liking the link that they've done. You're liking that oh yeah there's other people out out there like me yeah. that apply quotes to everything using yeah. the office still all these years later as well there's a beautiful side of that to that group that, that group that group i feel like it's given the office a, a rebirth actually a yeah. few years later I just, that uh, and this wonderful podcast that you do <laughs> we'll clip we'll clip that should we um should we should we give Give a, our phrase you a go. Yeah, so come get on, on yeah. with that. So, is that. How many I've got to get? Seven songs. Seven songs. Um, 
and the phrase that they combine to to create. Okay, okay, from the office, I got you. Yeah, I, I throw it out there. This this could go terribly, but we'll see. We'll see yeah. how it goes. <laughs> it's the first time we've tried it. <laughs> what first time we tried it on this? Well, we did it on the quiz, didn't we? And it did work. Yeah. So okay, so, yeah, I'm feeling confident. Most people got got a few. <clears throat> okay, I'm ready. Uh, right, let's queue it up. There we go. Oh, get me. Uh, right, ready. Let's go. Right, okay. First off, any idea what the phrase is from the show? Uh, no, so, so, so it's going to be seven words out of those song titles. Is yeah, that right? So, so the song, the, the words that were played in that phrase, it, that, the songs are chopped up to make a phrase from the show. Oh, okay. But, okay, play it again for me. Play so you're listening, you're listening for what the phrase is and then, uh, and then yeah, what the artists are that make it up. Okay. There we go. It's so much easier when you know, isn't it? That's so <laughs> difficult. I've got no idea what that is. I mean, the only lyric I'm picking up is obviously Whitney. In. <laughs> so, <laughs> something will. I'm trying to think of any office quote that has the word will in it. <laughs> That's difficult. Sorry, yeah. start. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Something about. No, and that that's coming out with tap water. Is there anything? Is that in there? It's not, but that's an idea for a future one. Yeah, there you go. You can have that. You can have that. Uh, okay. So now let me try. Can I hear it one more time? Sorry. So you, I yeah, cheat. Let's get I do it on my show. I cheat, and I uh, I just listen to it a thousand times off air until eventually they've all gone in. So you, I only give you, you three at home. Then I. You can listen to <laughs> it as can listen to it as much as you like. Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Okay. Let's I'm, go I'm again. In. Here we go. There's a little nod there, something's clicked. Oh. Penny's dropped. All I will say is what I said at the time. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. And, and, no. That's, and that's look at his ears. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No. Do you think of any of the songs or the artists? Uh, sorry, one more play. Okay, so obviously Whitney's in there second. Here we go. Impressive. Uh, so, I think I've heard Lionel Richie all night long. Correct. Uh, Whitney Houston. Have I heard Jerry and the Pacemakers, You'll Never Walk Alone, towards the end there? You have, yeah. yeah. I have. I'll be gutted if I miss that one. <laughs> uh, uh, am I hearing, I need dollar? Dollar is what I need? Yeah. yeah. Uh, how many have I got? Four. That's four. four. That's very good. Give us one final spin. Go on. I reckon he can get it. He's going to do this. He's going to. Uh, say my name, Florence and the Machine. Yeah. yeah. Ah, 
Is there an Oasis track towards the end there? Some might say. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's not some might say, but Oasis is there. Oh, is it not? Okay. It's uh, a good shout, actually. Um, and then there's one I'm missing. I can't work out which one. I can't even think which one I'm missing. You're going to have to put me the out on time. the mystery chat. It's, the it's time and the script for the first time. Oh, is it? Oh, fuck it. I'm glad I didn't get Still, that one. That's, <laughs> that's an absolutely great shout. Have I done okay there? You've done, done okay. very well there. That's what, right. 13? 13 yeah. points? That would, that would have been on our quiz. Very good. I mean, the most, most, uh, most the guys got last night was seven, wasn't it? So Four. smashed them. Oh, smashed them. Oh, what's yeah. that as a percentage? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's a, that's a landslide. <laughs> <laughs> we have, I'm well I'll, have to, I'll, I'll have to do one of these quizzes, lads. So when are they? Sunday nights? Sunday nights, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, a good, it's a good little... Um, it's basically just almost sometimes three or four hours of everyone just... Quite literally just quoting there's not a conversation really that that lasts in its kind of in any kind of seriousness <laughs> it's just yeah one after the other but it's yeah, great yeah. fun to be fair oh, it's gone sorry, go sorry. i'll just say it's become the highlight of our week really it's uh it started off as just a bit of a something to do but now it's um and we get we get more and more people each week sort of trying to to join it's yeah it's, it's a great night Great. So, so how are you finding numbers wise because obviously people are starting to because we were doing poker me and my mates every Wednesday but that's kind of knocked on the head the last few weeks as we've been able to actually meet up are you still finding people are doing it yeah yeah no right. yeah it's not too bad I think it will start to drop in the next few weeks though I mean the pubs are open next week so we've got no yeah, chance that, of that'll be a quite nice <laughs> <the> library <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to be fair, we have we have said we'd love to do a proper pub quiz you know when when the time comes to be able to actually sort of advertise it meet up somewhere and do an actual proper that'd pub be quiz before that'd be quite good oh let me know if you do that i'll be able, and i'm pretty sure i'm right in thinking that keith does he yeah. hosts a few pub quizzes doesn't he yeah yeah he does yeah, yeah we've been sharing questions um yeah he's uh we, i think that when will that episode go next week sometime this week yeah this we get it out Right. Um, yeah, it won't be so long. Yeah, we spoke this, about that. This week sometime. We have got another game for you that we'll come to in a bit as well, by the okay. way. It's, I'm ready. It's probably something that I was a little bit uneasy doing because, I mean, with your, with your dad, obviously, I'm sure you get who wants to be a millionaire stuff. All the time. <laughs> Don't worry about it. So <laughs> the, our game is called Who Wants to Win Roughly £42,000. Right. So, <laughs> Very nice. So, Very nice. yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll come to that in a bit. Profit um, on that. It's not actually <laughs> any prize money, though, is there? Just for clarification. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have a whip round, put a number down. <laughs> Take it out of petty cash. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you've already, you've already kind of um, mentioned it earlier that your favourite scene is the So What's a Goblin? It's one of the questions yeah. that we generally ask, um, I guess, if they've got a favourite quote, scene, episode, or character, for example. Yeah, I don't think anyone would be giving an honest answer if they didn't say that the training episode is the best episode uh, I, I don't know if you've got that answer yeah. a lot but i constant it's, it's it is the answer it is the answer they, they, you know that you say there's no right or wrong answers to these things, <laughs> but there is and the right answer is the train i think that was the episode where i fell in love with the show i went from two episodes in going yeah this is you know this is great this is very very funny to just crying with laughter i mean the, yeah. sometimes the complaints will be false there's been a rape up there it's, <laughs> I, the first time i saw that i 
I couldn't breathe for laughing. It was just, <laughs> but it's the pace of it. It's the pace of the scene. It's just, it staggers you when you look, watch back that he'd never written anything like that before and also never acted before. When you mm. see those scenes, they are timelessly funny. They are, you know, the Monty Python guys could sit down for months and not come up with something as clever as that. The two Ronnies couldn't write a scene as good as that. It's that brilliant. And it's just so funny. Yeah, that is the, the best episode. It's also, I do like with The Office and Extras, one of the few shows where the Christmas special isn't just a, a throwaway extra yeah. un episode because you have to do a Christmas special. I think the Christmas special is great. Yeah. Really strong. But yeah. um, no, the training episode's the one, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting you say that about the, the Christmas episodes because in Extras, when they do the, the Christmas, is it the Christmas one where they get Chris Martin just to pop That's in? Right. And, yeah, yeah. And it, 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 it's, it's really true what you've said there that often they are just sort of cynical extra oh, we'll do it for ratings people will watch yeah. it whatever oh shit we put yeah. out but yeah I've, I've always said that i think the the scene with lee and dawn is one of the best bits of british tv yeah the full sort of full stop but um as as per the, the sort of the series and the episodes i think every pretty much every person we've spoken to has said the training training is the one he, he, pop, he popped niche. up in chernobyl as well didn't he yeah <laughs> The bloke from training <laughs> popped up in Chernobyl out of nowhere. I was staring at him going, where do I recognise that bloke from? And then suddenly it dawned on me. And I was like, oh my God, it's, <laughs> it's him. And again, that episode was ruined. Finchie ruined the one before. He ruined that one. <laughs> the office taken over Chernobyl. No. <laughs> I, couldn't take, I couldn't take Chernobyl seriously after that. I'll be honest. Uh, the hey, funny, side, hey, funny side of nuclear disasters. <laughs> Who says nuclear disasters have to be depressing? <laughs> <laughs> And that's Sam saying it at last. At last, <laughs> correct. At last. I think there's there's always a nice. Uh, you can tell you can tell the real fans often. I say the real fans like such snobs, but yeah, uh, there's there's that nicheness to to the level of detail that you find, and like the what's a goblin is a great example of that. And it's easy to kind of go on and go, oh yeah, the dance is great, things like that. But there's there's so much more to it, and you can rewatching it and analysing it analyzing it's a bit strong we didn't really do that did we we just talked about it but yeah. um you see these little things little looks at the camera little nods what's the one that we were cracking up for ages i think it was just when when he goes in and the redundancies and he's just yeah he just goes yeah yeah, yeah. and that had us in pieces and it's uh i never saw it before it's, uh, it's mad i'll tell you one one look of tim's that and tim's looks make that series i think Jamey said once that like Tim and Dawn are the most important characters in that show because they're normal. Yeah. So yeah. when Gareth, Finchie and Brent are being completely ridiculous around them, Tim and Dawn, if, if everyone was doing that, it would become like slapstick. But with those two sat there, it grounds everything and it makes it so funny watching them. But what, Tim's look when he does the Tim Canterbury, <laughs> the Canterbury Tales, <laughs> sure, sir. And then, because Canterbury, Canterbury Tales makes sense. Chaucer makes sense. Shakespeare has nothing to do <laughs> with Chaucer or Canterbury Tales. And when he says Shakespeare and Tim does a little, but that little look of, I don't think that quite, is just so funny every single time. Every single time. The, out, the outtakes on that are incredible yeah. as well, aren't they? Bash I mean, the you know, bishop. You know the fans unleashed when, you know, I can do that. And... <laughs> And you know exactly what I'm talking about. So the fans of The Office are so niche that 
we have inside jokes about the outtakes of yeah. the office, which is very true. Very true. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good shot. It's, it's yeah. one of those things that never... Bishop Mazurewa. Never, never <laughs> fails to make me laugh. There's a, there's a guy who does the quiz. It's his, his, his team name every week, Bishop Mazurewa. Why, he even dresses up as a bishop. Uh, <laughs> Gary, if you're listening, you're a hero. I mean, that's... that's um, it's incredible. You can't, you can't knock that level. Just and we, we need to remember this show ended 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, 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 here absolutely. we are. I, I've genuinely got huge... You know, some of the closest friends in my life where I actually now sitting here, and I've never realised this, I don't actually know if I know them at all. I think I've, <laughs> I've just for 20 years been making David Brent faces at him, and he's been doing the same back. And in my mind, we're best friends, but I couldn't even tell you what his mum's called now. I think of it. <laughs> Ralph, you Ralph, need. Uh, Ralph Little said that, didn't he, about George? Yeah. Just, yeah, they don't actually know anything about each other. <laughs> <laughs> Just, but they're just, fine <laughs> it works yeah. as long as we've got the office we'll be, we'll be absolutely fine yeah yeah absolutely I mean we're you, you, you say about it being 20 years um, we, we're trying we sort of not put too much effort into it because it takes effort doesn't it but yeah, we're going to try and if there's not going to be something official to try and see if there's some kind of way we can unofficially celebrate the 20 year anniversary because we feel like it, it needs something really for 20 it years does. doesn't it um, yeah. and whether Ricky and Stephen or I don't know I don't really know what their relationship is at yeah. the moment whether they've got a whether it's a personal or a, a working relationship at all or whatever mm. and whether anything's going to come from it but it'd be a shame if there wasn't so um, we're going to yeah. try and find out and if if um, if there isn't maybe try and do something unofficial ourselves I think Maybe just an entire pub crawl through London, but all in his uh, ostrich. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody dressed as David Brent on an ostrich. I couldn't be more up for that. Yeah, uh, it's Saturday when they're all over. <laughs> Imagine your first day back after three months being closed. And you get that. <laughs> the poor barmaid sees, you know, Socially 25 idiots <laughs> <on> the ostrich. <laughs> I mean, that is a wonderful scene as well, because it's, if, if you look, you know, I, I, we end up watching, Pippa and I end up watching Friends every single day because that's another timeless sitcom and we chuck it on in the background and you watch it half of an episode while you're making tea or whatever. And uh, if you watch the, the, the beauty of Friends is no matter how serious a scene, the scene always ends on a joke. So there's some beautiful scenes with, you know, Ross and Rachel and Chandra and Monica and really serious, beautiful scenes, like touching scenes, and they'll always finish on a punchline. And so that scene where he gets made redundant and it's so genuinely moving and then he stands up from behind yeah. us is so good. And it's like when they cut to Gareth during the Watson Goblin scene. <laughs> now you know that that's been there the whole time. Everything is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that's that ruined. <laughs> good pockets and everything. So yeah, there'll, be, there'll be, what, 100 guys dressed as Brent, socially distanced in the pubs when they reopen and the barmaid comes out and just a, can you make it peck? I mean, <laughs> just up, up, let's, let's, let's. A hundred um, people, you're really overestimating the reach of this podcast you've got going on here. You're yeah, on, you've given them five days notice. Oh yeah. Uh, well, first day's good. Yeah. yeah. No one's going for a drink with you. No one's ever meeting. Yeah, hundred hundred is strong. Maybe maybe three. As good as it's gonna be us three, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so, that's all right. Best it's ones still... to turn up. <laughs> it's been a washout, isn't it? Might yeah. rain. Yeah. Hope not. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So this is what uh, it becomes. This is what it becomes. Yeah. I did think sense. when you invited me on, I said, I'd imagine that this podcast just turns into just everyone quoting The Office constantly. And that, that, that's exactly what I wanted when I, when I came <laughs> up. It's not, it's not disappointed. We generally it... still get new angles on it, though. There are, even you've said stuff tonight that we haven't heard before, and I'm sure there will be more and more. It's, it's so great to hear that, one, everyone is the same. You're the same as us. That's good <laughs> yeah. to know. We're not, we're not mad. Um, <laughs> And that there is there is just little new takes, little new favourite scenes, little new things that we didn't see. It's uh, it's great. I think the talking to the the guests has been been a good part of this. No offence to you, Steve, but I'm <laughs> having an extra person. We're like Vic and Bob and an extra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sorry, I, I interrupted you. Then just people on. watch the show. Is she a fan? Uh, I she will have she's seen it, but she no, she doesn't. You know, I'll, I'll be honest. The quotes are wasted on her because I'm. <laughs> I'm I'm throwing gold out. In the <laughs> just, I mean, she's, it's going way over her. It's, uh, you know, it's not as, she's not as clever and brilliant as I am. And that's the tragedy. Um, no, I I certainly I haven't. I don't think if I quoted most of the things in the office, she'd uh, she'd know uh, what the hell was going on. My missus hates Gervais, and she hates the really? office. And it was funny. One of the first things in our Carragher episode, and he just said, "Yeah, if, if people don't." like the office I, I just think what the fuck's wrong with you <laughs> fair, fair enough okay yeah. I can't imagine I can't imagine if anyone ever sat down you know Moyles says this on Radio X because Moyles is a Marmite presenter you know I think he's a genius some people can't stand him uh, that kind of goes with the gig but Moyles' thing has always been to people that have ever said I don't like your show he goes give me five days and if you don't like me at the end of Friday then <laughs> I tried that once, lost 400,000 listeners. Fucking terrible. <laughs> but, um, no, I, uh, I think if you watched the two seasons of The Office, if, if you've just dipped into it and watched 10 minutes, but if you watched two seasons, I can't imagine you not finding it yeah. funny. I can't, I really, maybe that's just us figuring that. No, I, I think you're right. There is, there is something for everyone. I mean, it, 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 even just that ostrich scene, how can you not yeah. find that funny? You know, there's, yeah. there's elements where there's little clever quips, you know, um, Brent mused you know there's yeah. all these little things but there's also there is that element of, of a little bit of slapstick not so it's yeah. sort of too much but there is a liniment there that if you do find people falling over or being stripped naked funny then I think that's going to give you a giggle I think it requires empathy I think you've got to you've got to want Brent to succeed otherwise and and, and the, the laughter is almost the cringe at him he's like oh he's done it again but yeah Eventually, yeah. he gets that moment when he tells Finchie to fuck off, and it's just oh. that's that's his win. And obviously, his bird likes him, which is ruined in life on the road because she's binned him, obviously. Yeah. But um, oh, yeah, 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 you, you need a, break a little then, bit of that. Yeah, shame. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think um, David Brent is meant to. He is a. He is at heart a very nice man. He's just so. So tragic. <laughs> he just wants to be everyone's mate and make people's laugh, but he's not funny. But yeah, I've always thought this because I meet people all the time who lovely people, they aren't funny, but they crack a joke every sentence. We've all met people like this. Yeah. I've always gone, you must know that you must see that when you crack jokes, nobody laughs. laughs. The person next to you in the pub cracked a joke, the whole table laughed. But I, I just think some people just People always go, you know, people that hate me on Radio X go, oh, I can't stand Toby Tarrant. He thinks he's so funny. I'm like, 
everyone in the world thinks they're so funny. Every single <laughs> human being cracks they said those words because they thought this is this will hopefully make people laugh it doesn't always work i'll be honest you throw (laughs) enough mud at the wall some of it will stick but yeah the the david brent is the the prime example of he thinks he's so funny he he can't get why they don't get it this is (laughs) confusion on his face when you know this is classic stuff (laughs) do you not know who eric is Well, that's the thing as well. I think when you know when he says it's been a stitch up, that one, he, yeah. he, you know, he, he compares it as a as a stitch up. There is the the odd moment, and we've we've spoken about this before. The whole it works of a turtle, you know, that that gets a laugh. Yeah. So are they just cutting out his best bits? You know. <laughs> yeah. You do. Like you do wonder stuff about Jeremy Beadle's little hand. I bet yeah. it's brilliant. <laughs> Exactly. The wanking claw. <laughs> I never understand floor somewhere. <laughs> I never understand, like the, the what the motivation is to, to to write into you on a show and say, yeah, I don't like it. Just don't listen. Surely, like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it's madness. Do you get that? Is it, does that? Do you get that a lot? I, I can't imagine I it, but like I guess I'm being naive. The thing is, genuinely, if you don't like me on Radio X by now, you genuinely don't listen. Like, I mean, I don't, <laughs> there's not people listening to me every day going, I fucking hate you. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, uh, I think it's a weird, weird world we live in. That immediate Twitter and text and stuff um, is such a strange world. I'm quite lucky now that, like I said, I think if you, I don't really get it anymore. If you don't like me, you don't listen to me. Probably the only time I'll get it is if I'm covering Moyles, maybe, because Moyles fans just want Moyles there and, you know, I'm yeah. the wanker that they blame me for the fact that he's taken a holiday. Um, but it, it's a very weird one because then there's people that tweet me saying I tune in at 10 a.m. because I can't stand Moyles. And I'm go- I just sit there going, I really enjoy Moyles' show. I think mine's all right. I love Dan. I love Johnny. Like, I, for me, I, I'm not biased. I genuinely enjoy all the shows on Radio X. But it, it does with, seem... It's a great... It's, a great it's, it's, it's almost like... I don't know if I'm just getting old. But right. I used to love Moyles' breakfast show on Radio, uh, Radio 1 and would literally sit and listen all to that. And, them. Yeah, all day. Oh, yeah. Arrivals. <laughs> well, it's not anymore. It's back now, isn't it? But I think, I don't know. But there always used to be that battle then when he handed over. People used to, uh, it was over to, um, oh, who was on? It would have been Fern, wouldn't it? Fern yeah, Cotton and yeah. things like that. And there was always that, like, battles between those fans and things it's just uh, never quite understood it but no because we all yeah i think it comes across on radio x that and not all radio stations are like this at all um we genuinely all get along like we genuinely all root for each other's shows and send each other nice messages when the ratings go up and uh we all we all enjoy each other's shows because if you listen to you know not picking radio one for any particular reason but in radio one now a presenter will go Oh, and you know, if you uh, you heard Annie play this last night on her show, and you know, oh, I was listening to Annie last night. They weren't listening to Annie Mac last yeah. night. They just know that she played. Whereas genuinely, I'll go, oh, you heard Chris and the team this morning talking about, or Johnny will go, oh, I was driving my car the other day. I heard Toby say, we all have Radio X on all day, and we all invested in each other's shows. And I think that, I think that comes it. across quite well on air. Like we genuinely, like Moyles has been amazing with me from day one because he's got no reason to champion me and sell me to the listeners but he's always been a big supporter of mine since i've arrived at radio x wasn't sure when i first arrived thought it was thought i was fucking hopeless and uh <laughs> so, what, you're, what you're basically saying is you're moyles's pilkington <laughs> yeah I'm basically, i am moyles's gift to the world <laughs> i need I, I need to receive a letter to mr doby darren <laughs> <laughs> 
must be incredible to, to work alongside him and to cover him. That's like, I mean, he's like a, he's, a, he's an industry almost, isn't it, Radio, that man? Like, he's, he's an institution. I mean, I have yeah. to, the, the funny thing is, I think this sometimes helps. I seem to be the only person in the world that didn't listen to the old Radio 1 show. I actually, I watched his Chris Moyle's Quiz Night TV show. I remember <laughs> For some reason, I just didn't used to listen to Radio 1 back then. So I don't know if that's a, a blessing or a curse. I think it might be quite a good thing that when I have covered him or when I've been on before him and after him, I didn't have that whole, like, holy shit, that's the guy that I grew up listening to and this is surreal and stuff like that. Like, I've, I've got the crazy amounts of respect for him, but I wasn't a fan of his from years gone by, if that makes sense. I'd imagine yeah. that that would have been way weirder. Um, yeah. But I just have... I just think he's an incredible broadcaster. And uh, and yeah, it is surreal. Even when I joined Radio X, saying things like at six in the morning, going, uh, right, have a nice day. Chris Moyles is on the way for you next. Just those words leaving your mouth for the first time. Or, or you know, first time I covered them and you're going, hi, Toby Tarrant here. I'm sitting in for Johnny Vaughan for the week. Just like surreal, really. Okay. Um, but the, the listeners have been great. I, do, I, I don't just say this because I, I have to, but the Radio X listeners are a really good bunch. They've, we've built a nice atmosphere there. And I think... We've got quite a, you know, I mean, genuinely, we're talking about Gervais going for that more simplistic crowd now. I feel like we've got quite a office -y crowd. A hundred percent. I totally agree with that. Yeah, there's, it's, uh, no, it's like, you know, that's your vibe, that's your vibe. No, it's not in a label me sort of way. Yeah, I think <laughs> yeah. It's, it is genuinely like that. And uh, yeah. I, I don't know how long I've been listening to it, but genuinely, I, like my actual job, I spend a lot of time on the road and it's... Yeah. It's a godsend, it really is. Because yeah, there's, there's a lot of just, I, I am just getting old, I think. But Yeah, there yeah. is that. You're, yeah. But uh, no, I do. I think our, our stats show that people that listen for hours, you know, most radio stations, music stations, people don't drop, drop it in out for 15 minutes. But people genuinely listen to Chris when he comes on at half six and are still listening when Johnny says goodnight at seven o'clock. So yeah, it's a, mm. we've got a really good diehard listenership there. So, it sounds on the to the naked ear, it probably sounds like I'm just cracking knob gags and playing oasis. <laughs> uh, a lot more nuanced. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We'll have to uh, we'll have to listen with a keener ear for that one. So <laughs> when keep, you scratch me for surface, really. Keep, yeah. keep up the knob gags. Always. Yeah. Pipe, pipe dreams are good, in a way. If you so. ask me the name three geniuses, I wouldn't say more than <laughs> Tarrant, you know. <laughs> I'd say Kennedy's smart, Godfrey. <laughs> <laughs> People won't be able to hear that, but that was really well acted. Thank you. That was spot yeah, on. That was very, very good. good. Steve, <laughs> should, we, should we give him the quiz? The conscious has taken up all of your uh, all of your night, mate. Before so, we're doing uh, a quiz, or am I? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah, no apologies <laughs> necessary. That's should we quiz. should we play then? Who <laughs> wants to win? Roughly, £42,000. Okay, so for £1,000... Are you going to yeah. tell them the rules? You've got to tell them the rules. Yeah, fuck it up. Is it the same as what's been in there? Because if it is, I'm quite... Got some lifelines, aren't you? Yeah, well, that was, that was my, my point. I thought, you know what? I probably don't need to tell the <laughs> son of the... Uh, who wants to be in there? Yeah. But we have given you three lifelines. 50-50. Okay. Ask yeah. Sam. Um, yeah. We did have Ask the Missus because we didn't think you'd want to be phoning anyone. But at the right. same time, if she's not a big fan, it's probably not going to be much probably help. Much, much use to me, yeah. Okay. Um, right. But I could, I could try and call one of my mates on loudspeaker. You're more than welcome to do that. 
Yeah, um, I should point out it's the Love Moses impression of your dad. It's very oh, good. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, it was me, uh, millionaire. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's good or not. It's your dad. <laughs> Genuinely, Moyles' impression, I think, is my favourite impression of dad ever. It's very funny. Yeah, I used to love that. I've been trying to copy it for years, but it's just. Oh, can't do it. I can't remember no how it came about, but he did a sketch. You know those Thomas the Tank Engine things outside supermarkets that you put kids yeah. in? <laughs> where he was my dad in one of those. And he was playing the Thomas the Tank Engine theme tune and he was rocking back and forth going, oh, this is brilliant. Oh. And, uh, and then I think he did a bit where the, the money ran out, so he was stuck halfway back. And I was crying. I was in the studio at the time. And it was the best impression of dad I've ever seen. <laughs> And that's incredible. Those Thomas and Tank Engine thing. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's him saying it. So yeah. Thomas the Tank Engine rolled into town. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's play this. Let's play this. Game. <laughs> let's go with the quiz. <laughs> um, okay, for a thousand pounds, then what town does David give as an example of somewhere that it would be surprising to run into Richard Blackwood? A. Lampeter. B. Cardiff. C. Slough. D. Winnersh. Uh, so, I think that is Slough. So, oh, oh now, if I'm wrong here, what happens? Because that's the game over, isn't it? Yeah, gone. Yeah, back to fastest fingers first. Means so, Steve up. That's bad part, isn't it? <laughs> so, what town does David give as an example of somewhere that would be surprising to run into Richard Blackwood? A. Lampeter. B. Cardiff. C. Slough. D. Winnersh. I'm trying to think. So he goes, when he goes through all the towns and places he can move on to work is when he does Taplow, Winnersh. So I don't think Winnersh is then. I'm, 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 I'm sticking with Slough. I'm sticking to my guns here. Okay. Um, oh, wait, have I got a lifeline? Yeah. Can I ask yeah. Sam? <laughs> you, you can ask Sam. Yeah, it's a good shout. It's, uh, it's when he goes, what are you doing here? I know the racist way. I know the racist way. It's Lampeter, isn't it? You turn up in Lampeter. Richard Blackwood on your own. I'm glad I asked Sam. I'm glad I asked Sam. That's what I'm here for. Okay, good, good. Good use of my time. (laughs) Okay, so you're through to the £4,000 question. Okay. Um, So for £4,000, what car is the pretty girl sitting in or sitting on in the song Free Love Freeway? Is it A, Pontiac, B, Mustang, C, Chevy, or D, Cadillac? Pretty girl on the hood of a Cadillac, yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> Very good. Final answer? I have to ask yeah, that. Final answer. Oh, I just wanted to get that one in. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that is correct. Um, for for £8,000, okay. who is Gareth's ideal person to be stuck on a desert island with? A, Duncan Goodhue. B, Daley Thompson. C, Trevor Brookin. D, David Seaman. Well, again, in my mind, it's Daley Thompson, but I don't know why. Right, here's what I'm going to do. Shall I call my mate in, on loudspeaker? Go for it. Um, what would be lovely is if he, if he answers in the style of the office, which is not, <laughs> this is, this is, which is not out of the question. Only me. <laughs> Hang on. I might chat to him for a bit and not tell him what's going on and see if he goes into full Brent mode. <laughs> oh, answer. 
Hello, it's Tom. Please leave a message. Oh, that is oh, a shame. That is a shame. That, that, is never, that never happened on the show, did it? <laughs> oh, uh, wasted calls are a tragedy <laughs> always. Leave a massage. Oh, yeah, let me try a different one. This is actually his brother. He's hung up on me, so that's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Two brothers, probably. I'm just, I'm just. Cool. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> and that is, anyway, that's. They do not. They, they are mates. I promise. I'm not just trying to make it seem like. Uh, oh, that is. That is a shame. That actually, that is. Are we gonna? Because, because I'm getting a bit. <laughs> oh, that is, why is that? Not, oh, that is. Oh, yeah. oh. That is well. <laughs> Uh, what, what? As we haven't, um, as we haven't got the misses, trying to double up on me. I'll just, I'll just ask Sam again if that's all right. Yeah, I sure. Can't, I can't remember what the question was. Yeah. <laughs> it's going well. Who is Gareth's ideal person to be stuck on a desert island with? Duncan Goodhue, Daley Thompson, Trevor Brookin, David Seaman. I'm between yeah. B and C, and I don't know why. You were, you were right. I think forward. Yes. I think it's David Thompson as well. I think yeah. you're right. Back yourself. Yeah. I'm going. I'm going in. Okay. Yeah. David Thompson. It is David Thompson. You were right. Yeah. So you're now on to £16,000. It's getting serious now. Right. This is, yeah. Um, so for £16,000. character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like dad's, it's like dad's in the room. <laughs> <laughs> How many times has poor bloke had to play a version of this game? <laughs> uh, I do apologise. Um, what does Tim jokingly accuse Trudy of doing as they enter the warehouse? Is it A farting, B burping, C chewing, D laughing? Okay. Right. So it's when he says, just so you know, some of these people will be working class. And he takes Very. them into the factory. Very good. What does he, I think. Uh, I think it might be luck. Can I have 50-50, please? Okay. See, I, I was hoping you'd do this because I get, I get to go, computer, <laughs> yeah, take it right. Got can you. you take away two wrong answers and leave two remaining right answers? Okay. So you're left with A, farting, or C, chewing. Oh. Wow. Okay. Well, I would have gone laughing. So what am I? Faced him. That is right. I, I'm going to go for. I can't picture it at all. I feel like farting's quite on the nose. That's that's Can afterlife, Gervais. That's quite literally. After, quite literally. <laughs> that's afterlife, Gervais. I feel like with Merchant in the background, that's too it's too easy. Uh, I'm going to go for chewing. It is chewing. Oh, well done. It. Very good. I'm out of lifelines now, aren't I? I well, count Sam as my missus for one. For, for the sake of um, for the sake of entertainment, I'm more than happy for you to try and ring your mate again if you get okay, the, yeah. if if it comes to it. Oh, and that um, is. Oh. Okay. How is how is Elaine? <laughs> <laughs> Tom Yard Slag. <laughs> if you get it, Master General. If you get it wrong, you're more than welcome to grab something out the kitchen, try and lob it over your house. <laughs> <laughs> That's also allowed. Yeah, oh, did we, you know we genuinely need a new kettle. There you go. <laughs> I probably now because he's he's seen two calls, so he knows it's important. So they wouldn't embarrass me twice, would they? That's... He's going to think that you're you know in desperate dire need or something. 
That is a shame, isn't it? That again. Um, oh, and that is oh, right. I'm trying, <laughs> third, I'm trying a third number here. I'm going rogue. I'm going off the two brothers. <laughs> Want to hear the question first? Uh, yeah, probably be an idea, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> just, just in case. Um, for thirty-two thousand pounds, then. Yeah, very, very well, thank you. Uh, Kane, mate, I am on uh, the Out of Office podcast. You are live right now speaking to Sam and Steve. Say hello. Hi, Hi lads. Hi, yeah. How are we doing? I hope. I'm, uh, I'm playing a version of Who Wants to Be Millionaire on their podcast. It's called Who Wants to Win Roughly £40,000. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I, I've not heard this question yet either. Uh, do you want to hear this question? I'm allowed to phone a friend. I'll be honest with you. Uh, you were my third choice. Neither of the Frost Brothers answered. So uh... <laughs> more honest. <laughs> but uh, do, you, do you want to hear the question with me? Yeah, that's a mate. Right. Cheers, mate. Okay, go for it, Steve. Okay. So thirty-two thousand pounds. What was it that David had brought in himself from Halfords? Was it a a bicycle pump? B, a window scraper, C, an air freshener, or D, stapler. Okay, did you hear that? Yeah, mate, you're, you're really unlucky to get any of the Frost Brothers. <laughs> 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 All right, mate, there's roughly £40,000 riding on this. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, any, any ideas, Cade? I'm thinking, I don't think the stapler, that's Gareth. So, yeah. uh, get, can I have the options? <laughs> Well, the options again. Always, always the same. Always the same. <laughs> always um, the same. <laughs> uh, A, bicycle pump. B, window scraper. C, air freshener. D, stapler. I, I, I'm, 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 I'm earing towards window scraper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was as well. Yeah, okay, mate. Oh, okay. It's the funniest thing to buy. It does, isn't it? It does. <laughs> well, well, thanks thanks for that, mate. Appreciate it. I'll, uh, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing you Wednesday, aren't I, for my sins? <laughs> Yeah, how, how is Elaine? She left me, yeah. <laughs> we play cricket together. Get those grass stains out of your whites, yeah? <laughs> Have a lovely yeah, evening, mate. All the best. See ya. <laughs> Love it. Love it. What a hero. What a hero. We're that going, was excellent. We're going window scraper. And you'd be correct. Yes. Very okay. good. It's obviously right in there somewhere, isn't it? It's knocking yeah. around in there. Absolutely. That is, that is the beauty of it. That's the beauty yeah. of it. It's there. Right. So now we've reached the big question for Ooh. roughly £42,000. Oh, yeah. When David rings Finchie, it's actually the talking clock. Oh. What time is it? Is it 4.21 and 40 seconds? Is it 3.22 and 10 seconds? 4.44 and 30 seconds? Or 4.35 and 20 seconds? This is perfect timing. <laughs> Frostmeister, how are we doing? <laughs> oh, yes. I'm very well, mate. How are you? How are you? It's, it's, only, to it's only Toby here. Yeah, no, he comes up with my phone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry to bother you, mate. Uh, I, I, I tried you and your brother. I eventually got through to Kane, and he was no use to me whatsoever. Uh, I'm currently doing the Out of Office podcast uh, dedicated to the hit TV show, The Office. <laughs> You're live with uh, Steve and Sam at the moment. Say hello to them both. Hi, lads. How's it going? Hi, yeah. <laughs> How are we doing? How are we doing? I'm playing a version of Who Wants a Millionaire called Who Wants to Win Roughly £40,000. Roughly 
<laughs> and, uh, and I am on the final question. I got there, no thanks to Kane. Um, and I'm on the final question. Uh, do you want to hear it? Of course, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's, mate, okay. This, is, this is tough. Uh, Sam and Steve, uh, take it away, chaps. Okay, so the next voice you'll hear will be mine. Uh, when david rings finchy it's actually the talking clock what time is it is it 421 and 40 seconds 322 and 10 seconds 444 and 30 seconds or 435 and 20 seconds i mean tom i'm 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 guessing here Oh, if I'm being, if I'm being, uh, yeah, yeah, it's probably eight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, why not? Great. Right. <laughs> Lovely. Well, thank you for that, mate. Uh, if if I don't get it, you owe me roughly forty-two thousand pounds. <laughs> 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 uh, nice one, mate. Uh, I'm see, seeing you Wednesday, aren't I? For my sins. Same, same joke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mate, good to speak to you. I'll see, I will genuinely see you Wednesday, but thanks for your help. I'm going to lock in, eh? I'll WhatsApp you and tell you how we've got on. All right, mate. Speak to you in a bit. Bye. Bye. Lovely, right? I've got to take his answer for it, and I? I'm going, eh? A. a. And A would be correct. Yeah. <laughs> He's done it. Yes, yes Frosty. <laughs> well done, son. Well done. That's, that's good. good. That's very good. The 40 seconds gave it away. I love it. We, love we that. Good knowledge. Around. I nearly went out the first hurdle with uh, with uh, Richard Blackwood, but, uh, <laughs> but, but pulled it back from there. Yeah, it back. Well, some, ah, it's nerves, isn't it? Nerves. Yeah. Start. Yeah. yeah. Found his feet after that. So <laughs> very good. More importantly, did you enjoy that? Sure. No. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best I, I can I, hope I, for. Sure, it's fine. A genuine chart at the time. I did think this. I was like, I thought before I came on. I was like I said earlier. I can't work out if I've seen the office. A million times or i've just quoted it a million times so clearly it's i must have seen it a lot because it's all in there it's knocking around in your head somewhere yeah. it, it, i think that's it that you find a way of digging in deep to find those yeah. little bits of information that you otherwise would have no reason to store and you yeah. i'm sure i'm sure in my head that i'm confused but, <laughs> but I'm sure in my head there's stuff that's important that should be in there, but it's, it's, yeah. been, it's been squashed out for office quotes. Sometimes it gets funnier because of you remember the way that it was like the scene you're in with your mates and the way that it yeah. was quoted or the way that there's someone's found a niche link to it. And then that makes that scene funnier when you watch it again. And it's it's layered true. like an and onion. The best <laughs> quotes are ones that aren't actually jokes in the office. Yeah. Yes. So your yes. Mate, the line in the office is actually quite a straight line, but uses it in real life. That's the jackpot of office yeah. quoting because it's 100%. easy to do that. I think there's been a rape up there. That's the yeah. easy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you can use a line that's not even that funny in the office and bring it to light, that's that's really the dream. That's the dream quote. We play a game on uh, on Twitter called Brent Against Humanity, where we use right. cards against humanity, and instead of obviously filling in with the other cards, you have to put an office ism in there. And those yeah. are just the res the responses you get from them are genius. The guys are brilliant. We'll have to get some more of those out this week. But um, yeah, great. Right. And I think the best part of Hitchmo is usually the comments underneath. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I like things um, when people post a picture. You know, somebody will post a picture on the group of them watching The Office and they'll say, 
uh, boring, isn't it? Sitting in watching old episodes of The Office. Not for me. I like it. But people have zoomed in on the photo. <laughs> yeah. And there's like a bit of a loose wire and someone's just put safe or dangerous. <laughs> yeah. that, is, that is so much funnier than any original post. If you could just start dissecting a bloke's living room with quotes from The Office. Oh, that'd be so, like a little clip of a thumb. I like your little thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> everyday normal things is is the, is the beauty of the it's, show it's the one the ones i love is it'd be like a just a random tree and it'll be all like and it'll just be it's all that now isn't it what was the thread we did last week with the um renaissance painting and oh, just yeah. the, overlays uh, office quotes on like religious art artists yeah i mean if, pieces. If, so if, you could, if you can be bothered I'd say go back and revisit. It's one of the best things we've ever done. If we do so, and <laughs> I will. I'll, I'll, I'll go and have a look at that. It's, it's just it's just a thread of um, sort of religious paintings or pictures from the past, and just you know they they are a little bit abstract, and they've got just little bits and bobs. But some of the some of the responses that people have put in, I was howling. That was really? one of my fav, favourite nights for a while. So entertaining. I'd, I'd like to say, I think that's the beauty of the show is seeing other people on social media use the office, just knowing there's a real nice warmth of knowing, oh my God, there's other people <laughs> quote the office all day, every day and try and apply it to everything that they do. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. funny, we were talking about it earlier, but I really hope with Gervais that I still hope that the office is the, is his, the proudest thing he's ever done. Um, I, I, I assume it is. I, I, I hope it is. I hope, because yeah. uh, to me, you know, the Golden Globe speech is amazing. He cracks it. But for me, I hope that he always sees The Office as his finest, his finest piece of work. I don't know if he does, yeah. but I hope he, he does. Talk, yeah, he's talked recently about Afterlife, hasn't he? But I don't know if that's just promotional stuff. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know if, in, in a strange way, if he'd see that as a, a bit of a, a negative. It's like the first mm. thing he did was the best thing. So yeah. by that, it's only ever, I'll show you where the line goes. <laughs> the line goes right into People versus so, time. <laughs> Shows versus time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I, I mean, it, it, I suppose it's human nature to constantly say, oh, the, the latest thing that I did is the best, just purely out of self-preservation, if nothing else. Yeah. It, it'll but be one for 20 years, won't it? 20 years time when he looks back. I mean, I don't know how old he'll be then. He's, when he's on his deathbed and he's... He's, yeah. he's looking back at what he's done. The, the office both, is going to be the one. in our 60s. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a fact. <laughs> Born in the 60s. But still living with his parents. Cherish them. <laughs> That's another great one. He is a vegetable now. That gets me every time in any context. It is. So uh, you could, if you told, if you paused it, the episode, the first time I saw that and told me, guess what line he's going to say next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He is a vegetable now. He is. He is a vegetable. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Oh, that caught me off guard. It made me laugh a lot. Uh, I did not want to see that, Jenny. I did not want to see that. <laughs> that's that's one of the other things as well. It's just when someone shows you something or showing you like their holiday pictures or something, and you just give a. Uh, that's worse than the one before. Yeah. <laughs> just something so basic. I don't. I don't want to see. I don't. I don't want you to see this. I don't want you to see that. The one. I, the one I've found recently with me that I've been using, where I've been back in back in the office, is shame. But shame. no one gets yeah. it, and I look like the idiot. But no, no, I still can't. Set, I can't stop doing no, it. That, no. That's that's their problem. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I think shame is probably my my u- most used everyday one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get out. By the way, my nah. mate Kane, who helped us with the window scraper question, has just sent me a picture of him holding up the window scraper and said, "Good guess." Yes. <laughs> and uh, Frosty helped me with the um, with the answer to the clock. Has just seen. Uh, has just looked it up, and he's just sent me the gif of David Brent doing the bunts fingers. That's one of the one of my other sort of um, my other joys, my other favourites. Is just any time that. You know, you might see a still of a um, a cook or something putting something in a, a recipe just to hence the. <laughs> it's nice that there's other people out there in the world that get the office. There's also something nice like if I played golf last week with three mates and none of them have ever seen the office. Don't know what I'm doing with them, frankly. <laughs> Play golf with them. We got there. It was like thirty-eight quid for a round, and I've just gone. Ah, oh, that's. I'm just under bunch fingers. None of them have got it, but I don't mind because I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. I've had a lovely time. And I've just I don't care if they get it or not. I think that's it. Even if you're with people that don't get it, if you know, that's the real quiz. That's, it. that's the real that's quiz. quiz. That's the real quiz. It's the real yeah. quiz. I love the it. But I'm really <laughs> conscious that we're taking up all of your evening. So no uh, worries, chaps. I don't want to keep you all about now. the office. But uh, I really enjoyed that. Thanks for doing that. No, uh, thank you for, for joining us. It's a uh, it's a massive pleasure. So uh, yeah, really, really appreciate it. We have we we have got a request for the request hour. Whether you'll be able to play it or not, obviously, I don't yeah. know if you can chuck some Brent and the free well, love freeway. A bit of free love freeway. Uh, you probably get away with that, can't you? On Radio X, it's surely. probably the most commercial one. Let it produce Vins back on Wednesday. I'll, I'll I'll try and get that. I'll, I'll get that lined up. I'll be honest. I don't make any of the big decisions around Radio X. Just, uh, <laughs> too much yeah. work. Having the music, but uh, been in the business. Get a bit of free love, free way on. Yeah, love that. Surely. Yeah, surely. yeah. They could they could come to him and ask his opinion, but they don't. And that's <laughs> the tragedy. And that's the tragedy. Yeah. We yeah. do. We do Imagine need to. We do need to get a selfie, don't we? Oh yeah. We need, oh, to, get, we need, we need to get a Brent. A Brent, Brent selfie. selfie. Oh yes, that's it. Right, let me get my, my print screen ready. Ah, oh, that's true. Oh, I should have took a light reading. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be able to use that. <laughs> Take one of you as well. Uh, don't be well, upset if they're not on. I hope you crack that gag every week when you take. <laughs> It'll brighten the place up. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, what an absolute legend really appreciate that mate thank you oh, so right, much yeah. uh, that was really good we, we will give you a shout we'll bombard you with some Brent uh, Brent requests then for the uh, for the request hour and we'll let you know when it's going to go out it probably will be 10 days or so and uh, yeah we'll send you one of our lovely oh it doesn't work on the screen uh, it... different drinks for different needs podcast oh, max oh I'd love that yeah that's awesome that. there you go yeah 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 so if you um, um, if you send us if you send us a message where's the best place to send it whether it be radio yeah, x towers or whatever you can turn it around uh i am covering moyles next week um so um i will be opening i'll have letters sent in so if you send it to literally the radio x address i can open your uh podcast mug on air and give you a give you a mention as well oh, oh wow. that'd amazing that'd be awesome and then that would, if that's if that podcast is going out at the end of the week that'll all time in quite quite well yeah yeah that is 
That is the real quiz. Okay. I might have to personally deliver that one. We've had some dodgy couriers of lately. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Might have to, Some, might have to... Somewhere there's a guy from DHL who loves you. He's <laughs> got 20 of your mugs. I oh, went yeah. into the warehouse and all the lads have got them. They were drinking out of them. What's going on? Really watching Taffy's dog shag his dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah working class. <laughs> Are you chewing? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That would be really. That would be really great. I really appreciate. Yeah, honestly, that. Honestly, if you send it to so the cool. uh, thirty Leicester Square WC two H, you, you know the song from the from the show from the moral yeah. show. Yeah, uh, and then I can open it on air, and uh, and yeah, I can give you a mention. But also, I genuinely want that mug for just to have it home. <laughs> <laughs> deal. That's a, fair, that's a fair deal. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, buddy. Lovely. Appreciate that. Cheers. Thanks have a, a good lot. night. Speak, you both. Time, Speak to you soon. Have a good one. Bye bye. 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 Cheers, guys. Well, I was just, I'm exhausted. <laughs> what what a bloke. I'm what a hero. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's that's three phone calls. That's our first ever outward phone call. So we'll have that. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it, it's just completely on brand, isn't it? It's still, <laughs> still in, a little in, bit average. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we do. Yeah, I think, you know, it wouldn't have the charm if it all went perfectly to plan. It's oh. real. Behind the curtain. That's what people want now. Real life. Yeah. Oh, what a great guest Toby was. Um, really enjoyable that one. And clearly he loves the show. And that's, that, yeah. that is what we want. Exactly. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's one big, we're one big family. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just about seeing those little, little new angles on it, little new insights that, um, that you get. And, uh, and yeah, just, just reliving it. And it's, it's always enjoyable. I've never not enjoyed one of these. Yeah, it, it's great if if nothing else validating the fact that we're not the only ones oh 100 percent. yeah I mean, it's nice to know and every, every week you know guest after guest we just feel as though we're sort of building more into our our little gang thinking <laughs> we're not we're not just two weirdos sat there that love the office on our own but then when you look at you don't have to look at, at real life to know thousands millions of people that can't stop talking about the office exactly yeah and you know if you're the same then get in touch come and join us come, come and join on, the come fun all. come on come on into the melting pot <laughs> that's what we're trying to create yeah trust us <laughs> this is what we do <laughs> i think i think um i think we'll be hard pressed to find um anyone who's going to do as as well on a, a dodgy quiz the the songs on i Frasier, i mean he's in the business so you'd expect it but he did do he did do very well with that um, and if you'd like to have a go at anything like that then we will be still continuing to run the quizzes um whether they'll be quite as frequent once lockdown is over we're not quite sure um but we will still still put this uh, stuff together and uh yeah tell your friends if you've got your little whatsapp groups that enjoy the office and the quotes and uh reliving the show then um we'll hopefully start building up a big audience for that pub call yeah got to get that 100 ostriches get, get the ostrich costume sorted yeah wonder where you'd find 100 ostrich costumes <sighs> sounds like there's start to a joke that um <laughs> I've, looked, I've, looked, I've looked online for one of them before and they're either prohibitively expensive or like really crap knockoffs 
But um, a genuine yeah. one like that, I'll, I'd pay good money for that. I'd wear it to work. Money. <laughs> That's that road. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you've got one, or you can get older one, then cherish it. <laughs> I was going to say tweet us, but cherish it's better. <laughs> well, to be and, fair, uh, if, if if anyone has got one of those, then I would dearly love to be tweeted a picture of you wearing it. And that's that's him saying it. So yeah. it sounds a bit. Yeah, he's not. I'm not. I'm not. He knows I'm not. <laughs> well, you can get in touch at out of office pod underscore on Twitter and out of office podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, if you'd prefer to email more anonymously, not through a social platform, um, then yeah, send them in. Send those pictures in. And Steve, what else we got coming up? We have got some more guests lined up. Um, we have, and we've got some uh, some more exciting guests and in the fire. Um, exactly. So they'll be coming out soon. Um, we'll probably have you and out by the time this goes out. Yeah, that would have been yeah. released. I think that's in the past. Yeah, Going back so... in time now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's more of these, more of these. really. More of these opportunities, really. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. Every week. Every week. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I've enjoyed that. That's been good. And uh, we're never doing this again. Get out. Let's let's get um, let's get a day. We'll get on Twitter and we'll get some request hours for Tobe and uh, and get them on. We'll get some office. I'm thinking um, obviously Yazoo. We yeah. want some of that. We'll have a good bit shot. of uh, spirits in the sky. Um, it's the end. I want him. I want him to say it's the end of financial year. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll get those in as well. We'll we'll get that on Twitter. So get in touch, and we'll we'll bombard him one day, and we'll get those on. Hopefully, have an office office request hour. There we go. That's the plan. Right, Very I'm going to shoot off because uh, I'd like to pretend I've got something to do, but I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll see you next time. See you later. See you later. Play a record. I want to think about this. Play a record. Play a record. Play a record. Right, play a record. Did they type play a record? No, but you see what I'm saying. Play a record. Play a record. I want to talk to you about it. Play a record. Play a record. Play a record a minute. Play a record. Play a record, Carl. Rock Play a record. Play a record. Play a record. Play a record. You fool. Play a record, Carl. You're an idiot. Play a record. 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 Play a record, Carl. Play a record. About problems. Play a record, Carl. Play a record. Play a record. Play a record. Play a record, Carl. Play a record.